I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Parenting Tools Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Parenting Tools Podcast. (laughs) I'm channeling my inner weather man. (laughs) With myself, Jordan. And myself, Jason, on today's show. (laughs) You can expect... (laughs) I can't even do that. This is the podcast (laughs) where two dads talk about life, parenting, and an awful lot of being tired. Too much being tired. Amen. So, Jace, I want to kick off today's episode with some uh, some bad personal news. Ooh. Oh, that's a good tone. Well, a tone, a turn. I found my first grey hairs uh, yesterday. I've got several. Well, I haven't now. I plucked them out. <laughs> but um, they were in my eyebrow. I was not expecting that. That's brilliant. Well, so yeah, I so if you listen to this podcast and don't watch it, I've got blonde hair. And yeah. in summer it goes very blonde. So I I don't anticipate to have grey hair anytime soon. And even if I did, I don't think I'd notice them because I've got very light hair. My eyebrows are dark. So I was looking in the mirror yesterday and um just noticed that my eyebrows were a bit kind of rough. Oh, Smooth them down. Just noticed a grey hair in my eyebrow. So, what's that doing there? And I noticed too. I had another one. So okay, I got yeah. my got my first grey hairs. <laughs> well, I, I um I was scrolling through my phone with some photos with my daughter, as you do, and uh, landed on a photo which I assumed was like ten years ago. <laughs> I looked at the date. It was literally the month before my daughter was born. Yeah, which is. Two and a half years ago today, and I, I literally look 10 years older. I just look haggard now. <laughs> I think that with the uh, the early TikToks we did, <laughs> I just think I've, I've lost a lot of hair and I looked a lot better. Maybe it's because it was summer. <laughs> Had a tan on the go, a bit of a glow. 
So we'll have to compare June with June last year. Do year on year. I think aging just increases like the rate when you have children. Like every one year of being a parent is like seven years of not being a parent. Snowballs. It's like dog years. I always look at people like um, you know Ryan Gosling and Ryan Reynolds and George Clooney who yeah. like hit forty five and just got better looking. Yeah. And I think <clears throat> there's still hope. Yeah, fourteen years to go <laughs> before before we hit rock bottom and bounce. Is that the age that the kids leave home? It must Ooh. be, yeah. Yeah, it must be. I think there's a theory there. Yeah. Probably is a little bit of a theory. I don't though. know if any of them have children. So, Well, Jace, I've got um, a little bit of a story that I think you'll appreciate being a man of the cloth. <laughs> <laughs> I sell fabrics if you're new to the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you like textiles? <laughs> so um, we always do evening prayers with our kids kind of trying to just teach them to be grateful for the day and thank yeah. thank god for the day and that kind of stuff nothing too heavy and um uh, my wife's had this week's had conjunctivitis Ooh. so she's had a very swollen very red eye a bit like rocky yeah it is it's like someone don't know who has <laughs> punched her in the face it it looks it looked it's better now it looked terrible and um Funny story, she took in some photos to her class and she was doing a lesson on like genetics and um, things that we inherit from our parents. So she said, this is a picture of me and my sister and my mum from like the 90s. And she had red eye on the photo. She said, you know, what's changed? What's similar? And one of the boys went, well, you've got red eye there and you've got red eye now. <laughs> <laughs> so she said to my son as we were praying, she went, can you pray that mummy's eye gets better? So he goes, dear God, thank you for mommy's eye. I don't know why she's got pink eye. <laughs> but, but please make it better. <laughs> Amen. That's brilliant. Hands out. I don't know why. She's got pink eye. We're both trying to hold it together. <laughs> so yeah, that was a that was a funny one. Well, my uh, my daughter, so uh, at church on Sunday, so if you are genuinely new i don't sell textiles <laughs> i'm a minister and uh on a sunday my two-year-old daughter after the service uh likes to dance on the stage and uh, she picked up one of the microphones and she prayed for mcdonald's oh come on now they would arrive or just that that we'd have it and i'm <laughs> always happy to uh Answer help that fulfill that prayer yeah <laughs> other news my coffee's back yeah, oh, I feel like I'm getting a cough today because do you know where I went today? Soft play, soft play, <laughs> the <laughs> germ-filled, ridden, soft play. Walked in, felt great. Walked out, felt like death. Like <laughs> death. Yeah. I could just feel all the germs like working their way. Walked in, looking like death. <laughs> Walked out, feeling like death. <laughs> But talking of soft play, um, we'll come back to that later because I've got a little bit of a, uh, a juicy nugget. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. That's like <laughs> a juicy nugget. You can't, you can't keep your juicy nugget. <laughs> that was painful, doesn't it? Oh wow! Can see the doctor about that, mate. I wouldn't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do you want to hear my uh, my dad joke yes, of the week? I I do. Please <laughs> get us off this rock. You ready? Go on. <clears throat> Wait, I'm going to try not to laugh. At all? 
Yeah, because I know people like don't like dad jokes, but I love them. Yeah, but this, this, this one might not be that funny. So I'm going to deadpan it. But that might be just your normal reaction as well to this joke. Okay, I'm with you. I'll just be natural. Be natural. I'm going to try not to laugh. <laughs> to, the, uh, to the guy who invented zero, thanks for nothing. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> I love them so much. I love them so much. Thanks for nothing. What is zero? Nothing. <laughs> what is zero? Well, well like the, the word. Another number. Oh, I thought it was like an American product or something. <laughs> hey man, you want to get a zero? <laughs> what else would you call it? Naught. Naught. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. Ah, oh, right. There we go. Parenting one. I say that to my wife as a joke. So like, if she. <clears throat> the other day she passed me a towel she was like oh can you put this on the, the radiator and I missed it and it fell on the floor so I was like oh thanks for nothing Yeah. but now my little boy started saying it to her <laughs> so I've noticed recently I've just got to stop joking around him because they pick he, it up without understanding the context the context yeah. so like one of my mates growing up always used to like take the mick out of his brother because he, he liked planes <laughs> so his brother would talk about planes and he'd go Boring, like that. So I started doing it to my wife. When, like, she was watching this Stacy Solomon. Wait, I won't. I won't. I like Stacy Solomon. <laughs> but it's like it's basically a program where Stacy Solomon goes around people's houses and helps them tidy up. That sounds nice. It sounds boring as. So she said, she said to him, "Oh, mommy wants to watch this program called Sort Your Life Out." I went boring. Anyway, he heard it. And now every time she speaks this afternoon, he was going, it's boring, boring. I'm like, okay, you can't say that, but I've said it. Yeah. So I've realized I just can't talk around him. I just got to be really careful, haven't you, with kids? Yep. Not to be just a terrible human being. Just not to be yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, can't say boring. Can't say thanks for nothing. (laughs) But we've got some opening questions and these are really nice. Are they? Yeah. Oh, that's delightful. Well, one of them is really nice. Oh, the other's the hate comments that we had. <laughs> so the first one is from Hannah on Instagram. It says, is the four-month sleep regression really that bad? I feel like March is just staring me down. I'm just going to go ahead and say yes. <laughs> that was going to be my <laughs> response. <laughs> I actually don't know. Um, I Not only do I not really have a proper recollection of what happened... <laughs> My memory's not great anyway. Um, our timings in the beginning are all, all kind of ruined anyway. Um, so with Noah, she was born quite early, and so you're supposed to adjust their age. And so constantly, in the same sentence, you're talking of two different ages, their actual age and their adjusted age, mm. to the point of I forgot how old she was at one point because I, I, I didn't know which one was the real one. <laughs> By the age of two, apparently, it, it's supposed to level off and supposed to be all similar. Um, so I have no idea four months or adjusted four months, which would have been one month. There's no way for me to gauge. Yeah. And also, just to top it all off, just to set yourself up, for my experience has been just a constant regression. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. <laughs> regression of sleep, not of joy. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Well, I remember the, I think, I think our first regression was about six months, maybe not quite four. 
And I remember being quite smug when we had our first because I made a joke at work saying, oh, if he sleeps like his dad, we'll be fine. And one of the women was like, you're in for a shock. And I was like, well, I know he's not going to sleep because he's a baby. Like, I'm, I'm just joking. But we found a really good rhythm quite early on where he'd go to sleep at like 12. He'd wake up at two or three and then he'd wake up at six. So the way I saw it, and back then I had a bit more energy, it's just a late night. And my wife would do the, the wake up. So I'd go to work, um, I don't know, like fairly fresh, especially if I had an early night, get a few hours in before he woke up. And I was buzzing. I was like, yeah, he's brilliant. He's like a dream child. And then we had this regression. And I'm a different person, I'm telling you. And one of the guys at work- That's where the gray hairs came from. Oh, yeah, my eyebrows couldn't cope. And one of the one of the guy, well, my eyebrow, they were both in the same one. Um, and one of the guys was like, "Mate, you were so smug." I was like, "Well, I didn't mean to be smug. I was just like buzzing that you know, life was all right." And Do you find that like when you ever gather with <clears throat> other parents where there's just everyone's smug at a different stage, especially if their child is younger than yours and yet mm. to go through those stages? There's always that slight edge of judgment of. Uh, Oh, our child won't act like that when they get that old. And they do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. None of our friends, because they're all wonderful. Um But yeah, it was I I I didn't mean to be smug. I was just really like chuffed that we found this rhythm, we found this routine. Um and then when his first teeth started to come in, it's just game changer. Oh, teething, always a big issue. Yeah. It was a it was a real game changer, and then I found out, my wife found this thing out where when they learn something or they're about to learn something, go through a breakthrough stage, their sleep regre- regresses, mm. Mm. and then he started to roll over. So it was like, cool. And then we realised then that when his sleep regressed, we were expecting something to kind of looking out for the signs and mm. something new would happen. So that was quite kind of nice. I'm just thinking about that because we um we actually had a book which I, I re- actually recommend to anyone who's got kids or newborns i actually can't remember who it was written by but it's called week by week and it takes you through every page as a week of the baby's life and the things to expect and it talks about like the generic kind of sleep regressions or things that they're learning and that was so helpful of just understanding yeah. of oh actually this is why they could be not sleeping as much or upset a little bit more um and i think like r- reality is is kids are, just, are growing so quickly things are changing so quickly that mm it's difficult to not and we talk about this a lot it's it's difficult to to see or to not see the end in sight yeah <laughs> said that terribly <laughs> um, <laughs> it's easy just to think this is this is it now forever struggling to see the end but, in sight of that sentence <laughs> when you started yeah <laughs> i could see you i could see the. i'm gonna be honest i, I started that not turning. knowing where i was going <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i mean it's like things change so quickly that actually in two weeks time even now yeah, with a yeah, two-year-old yeah. things could be completely different um and that's really hard to see when you're in the middle of it um i actually loved the first year and i was i don't think i felt as tired as i do now i think probably just pure adrenaline yeah. um but yeah so i don't know i'm not an expert though so uh it was know. it was pretty bad <laughs> can't lie emily <laughs> oh hannah not emily sorry <laughs> That's how bad it is. <laughs> Sorry, Anna. Well, we had another question from friend of the pod, Ma. Ma. Also about sleep regression. Best way to deal with sleep regressions. And I think once 
we'd kind of got that thing of, you know, there's a regression because something new is going to happen. Yeah. That help offset it a little bit because it's kind of there's something exciting to look forward to. He's learning something. My daughter, my daughter was really good. And we've got a question for next episode that we'll come back to with how I got her to sleep through a regression. Well, a little bit of a parenting hack. Cool. A little bit of a win. <laughs> but yeah, that was that really did help with the regressions for me. That knowing there was a reason behind it, and yeah. that reason was a you know exciting development. And h- half the battle is just that mental like expectation. Because if you're expecting just sleep to just constantly get better and it doesn't, you feel ten times worse. Yeah. Which is why when you've got an older child and they don't sleep, it's and you expect them to, it feels horrible. Um, whereas <laughs> when you're just expecting no sleep, it's a little bit easy to take. Yeah. So thank you, Hannah. <laughs> Not Emily. Even mess up the most simplest of names. We got Mark wrong. <laughs> and then I just got Hannah. <laughs> Hannah completely wrong. <laughs> and the other question comes from a friend of mine, Sam, Uncle Sam. Proudest moment for your kids. And he's also put, keep up the great work, chaps. Oh, Cheers, Sam. Thanks, Sam. I've, I've got a proud moment today. Go on. And I, I, don't, I don't think I have a single proudest moment. I have many... It's hard, isn't it? Many moments where I'm really proud. Yeah. Um, and I think they just stack. You know what I mean? They just... They just comp- What's the word? Not compile. Compound. Compa- oh, there we go. Collate. <laughs> Collate. <laughs> I, I think that's... There's just so many moments where I'm actually just so proud of my daughter. Whereas today, the moment that made me the most proud is... Went to soft play, as we mentioned earlier. This is the uh, juicy nugget. Is it? It is. And uh, one second, I've got, a, <laughs> I've got a jingle for it. <laughs> Jason's juicy nuggets. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. <laughs> so we are at the soft play, and uh, in the in the ball pit that was there, there was like these little soft pyramids in the middle, and like they're a little bit harder for two-year-olds to climb. No one wanted to climb up it. And so she was trying to climb up this one. And this bigger boy, not massive, he wasn't a hench, 
um, just bigger than her, uh, just came along and just pushed her off it while she was trying to climb it. Oh, no. And uh, previously to this incident, when she was like in an altercation with another child, I'd just move her away and like, mm. and I didn't really know how to handle it. At this moment, I thought, I'm just going to see what happens. <laughs> and she rolled around the floor, stood straight back up. And as the boy was trying to climb back up the pyramid, she just went full pout at him. Bang. <laughs> Bang. Have Knocked him off. Climbed at the top of the pyramid, just jumped off like nothing happened. Good honour. Proud moment. <laughs> but also, don't push people. Yeah, don't push people. But It's the balance. It's, it's one of those things, because like, their, their parent weren't really that bothered. And kids, like they, they've got to learn these sorts of things as well. Yeah. And for me, I really want my daughter to know what's wrong, but also not be a pushover. Mm. And a like li- A literal pushover. A literal pushover. And like if I tell her off for standing up for herself, I feel like that does disjustice to her because she's not done anything wrong well maybe pushing the kid that hard but he was fine he He got back up he asked for it do you know what I mean there's like a definite line of teaching good boundaries but yeah I don't yeah that makes sense secret proud moment oh yeah for sure, I wasn't secret about it. The the mum came over and they were and she was like, "Are they all right?" I'm like, yeah, they're fine. <laughs> she won. She's all right. <laughs> yeah. So we had this yesterday. Well, we we didn't. We were at soft play yesterday for a kids party, as you do during the game, as is more common these days. And um, although we got beaten and knocked out of the cup, so didn't mind missing it. And um, these kids were just fighting. These lads. <laughs> were just these these young lads I'd say three four years old mm. and I mean fighting like properly this one kid um was just a bit, bit of a nutter and he just kept going after everyone but this one boy in particular he took a dislike into and we were sat next to his dad the boy who was on the receiving end and um this lad just kept coming up to him pushing him and he was like roaring at him and like making funny faces and he was just going for him, pushing him and scratching him. But the lad would just punch him in the face, like wow. close fist, deck him. Um, and then the lad that started it would start crying. But this kept happening. He just kept coming back and starting on him. And then this other lad would finish it. <laughs> so the dad was there. And I've, I felt really sorry for him because he was on his own and he had two kids to keep an eye on. Wow. And um, he was just go- he kept going, stop hitting, like don't hit. But then this other kid just kept hitting his son first. So um, I said to Leanne, I was like, I don't see anything wrong with what that boy's doing. Like, someone keeps hitting him. He's just hitting him back, but better. <laughs> he's just doing a better job of it. So it was a really... And I, I said to the guys, like, he's taking a disliking to your lad, isn't he? He went, oh, I think they're taking a disliking to each other. And but I could tell he, he, he just didn't know what to do because mm. he didn't want to... He didn't want to accept that his lad was punching someone, but also didn't want to tell him off for standing up for himself. So, yeah. and you could see that all over his face and his body language that he just didn't, he didn't know what to do about it. It's so hard. Yeah. It's like, what what do you do? And it's, it is awkward because like, I know, you know violence isn't a good option. I don't want my, my daughter to be a violent mm. person, but it's that definite line of some. Like when when you get older, like if someone like starts having a goat in the supermarket, you're not just going to deck them. <laughs> if they deck you first, though, <laughs> well, yeah, if it's self defence, and that and that's probably the line. It was like self defence, standing up for yourself, yeah, not being a pushover. Um, and it, it is so tough, especially when like the social dynamics as well. Like if 
if both parents aren't involved, that's even more difficult. Yeah. Like, I would expect someone's parents to, like, be getting involved and telling them off in front of everyone. So at least everyone knows what's going on. But even that's awkward to do. Yeah. So on on the, the other side of the coin, <clears throat> the, the lad who was starting it all, his mum was there and she had a newborn. And so she's, like, trying to grab him and hold the baby and, like, he'd just run away from her and she mm. couldn't keep up with him. She couldn't get him. I felt really sorry for her as well mm. because she was trying to... She was seeing it and she was trying to get hold of him and she just couldn't because she had this baby. And it, yeah. Someone eventually did come and help and take the baby away and she got hold of him and he was better after that. But, yeah, he pushed my boy as well and my lad shoved him back. So I was... Same. I was like, go on. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone was all right. It's yeah, tough, mate, isn't it? Soft play. Yeah, soft play. But back to the question, proud moments. I had a really proud moment the other day. So when we, I take them to nursery, for, for, for speed and efficiency of time, I will <laughs> carry my daughter in. Because even though she's okay on her feet, she's still quite yeah. slow and often will fall over and it's concrete. So I'll carry her in and then uh, Luke will walk in on his own. And this day, the car park was empty. There was no one there. Wasn't raining for once. I thought, oh, do you know what? I'll let her walk in. And um, Luca just came behind her and he put his hand like on her back. He was going, come on this way. And he was like showing her where to go and like just led her into nursery. Um, he said morning to the woman on the door. And he was just, he was so gentle. And then she tripped and he was like, oh, up you get. And he was just so lovely with his little sister. So that was really proud moment. That was like, really proud moment for me um for my oh i said this recently she's just doing new stuff every day she's so chatty and she's starting to push him back as well when he he jumps (laughs) on her and stuff um but she had a day off nursery recently and when i took her in the next day they like came to the door oh we've missed her so much she's so funny and they were just saying really nice things about how good she is and how how they like having her and how funny she is so that was really proud like you it's just they stack up don't they it's hard yeah. to pick them up and this is going to sound i need to figure out a better way of saying this they've not achieved anything yet <laughs> <laughs> take a look at your life you're already yeah. two but do you know what i mean they've not like <laughs> passed the driving test <laughs> no no like big they're not, they're not con- <clears throat> contributing to society yet <laughs> no they've not got the first job <laughs> but do you know what i mean like in terms of like their milestones <laughs> at the minute are, d- are developmental milestones. What do you want a sticker for? You've yeah. not done anything. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> You've gone to the toilet by yourself. <laughs> well, that is a proud moment. <clears throat> it is a proud moment. That's the thing. And I know what you're saying. Like they haven't achieved like much in terms of the world. But, but yeah, I'm not going up to anyone going, oh, they got an A on their GCSE maths. Yeah. It's like, you know, she's trying to speak. But it's but like, because you see the whole process. Yeah. You see what they were before. Potato babies. Yeah. <laughs> but at the minute, our, our little boys, like you said over Christmas, like Noah just grew up. He's just all of a sudden independent. Oh. And he can dress himself now. So you just show up in our room dressed. And I'm like, you're amazing. Like, but it's, you can dress yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's fascinating though, isn't it? Yeah. And like, I had a kind of proud moment this week, but it was also like horrible. As in, stressful week to begin with. Um, no, it wasn't very well at the beginning of the week. And we had a hospital appointment with her consultant on the Thursday. It was supposed to be just a just a chat. 
I think I mentioned this before. She's becoming a little bit scared of blood tests. Mm. And so like she's having like nightmares and waking up going, no more blood tests. And um, when you talk about it, she wouldn't let you touch one of her hands where the recent blood test went onto it. Oh. And it is quite sad because like you look under the light and she's got scars all over her hands from where all the blood tests have gone and all the all the needles and stuff. Because um, she just had so many. Like, and um, But it was like, look, no, there's no blood test today. We're just going to chat to the doctor. And she was brilliant. We got to the doctors and the first thing it was like, right, you need a blood test and a urine sample. And it was like, I just watched her. And she's only like two and a half, but she completely understood. Yeah. And she like just froze and like went into herself. Um, and we were just chatting. And then <clears throat> and then she was like, it's just a blood test. This is her her speaking and just a blood test. Oh, no. And it's like, oh, okay. Bless her. And so she put on a brave face. She's like reassuring herself. Yeah. And like we did the whole thing. She did a urine sample. Like literally. Um, so before it would take us literal hours trying mm. to catch a wee whenever it happens. Uh, this time they can put a bag on like a literally a bag over the whole area which will catch something yeah she didn't go at all when that was on i took it off sat on the pot it's like we need a urine sa- sample and she went okay and just push really hard <laughs> weed it was done perfect oh. then same then it came time for the blood test and uh what made it worse is that there were three nurses in the little room we were waiting for mm. um which is a bit like scary a bit daunting for people that don't know as a two-year-old and um, she was fine up until they got the needle out, and then we literally had to hold her down. It was horrible, um, and like she screamed and cried, all that sort of stuff. But it was done as soon as it was done. She went, "That didn't hurt. All done." <laughs> oh, bless her! And, like she was, she was crying in stress because she was distressed about the situation. It wasn't that it was yeah, hurting? Yeah, she yeah. was just the thought of it, the thought of it all. But as soon as it was done, she was like, "Daddy, wipe my tears away." <laughs> I was like, "Oh." That was a proper proud moment of, and it was just, I was just like, let's just go to the toy shop, just yeah. pick anything, whatever you want. <laughs> but oh, I'm, pr- I'm proud of her. I know. Oh. Wow. But it's yeah, it's it's one of those weird ones because now she's she had a plaster on from the blood test, mm. but every time she would see it, she'd want it covered. Right. She would like as soon as she remembered it was there, she wouldn't move her arm, um, and it was like this weird process of having to reassure a two year old that it's a plaster. It's it's not hurting. It's it's yeah. all right. It might hurt a little bit. As soon as the plaster falls off, that means it's better. And it's like trying to get into her head where actually all she's known is just constant blood tests and all these sorts of things. And it yeah. must have scared her. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we can't say there won't be any more blood tests. We can't say that this won't happen again. But she's also trying to find the balance of going, you can't be scared of it. Like you, you, you don't need to be scared anymore. Like there's, <laughs> no pending blood tests at the yeah, moment but she knows it hurts and she, she knew she knows it and i think she remembers the moment which is difficult yeah but as soon as you talk to her and explain it she's like it didn't hurt it's all right and she'll just like you can watch her face go from scared to like building herself back up just to get over it yeah oh and it's like simultaneously devastating but also really like proud yeah at the same yeah, yeah. time um, like I hate that she has to do it but I'm also so proud that she just picks herself back up yeah her response to it yeah needles do hurt though don't they oh, I could, oh. when I had the COVID COVID vaccine I haven't had to have jabs for like six seven years and then when I had my, my vaccines I was like dear me like, I've forgotten how much it hurts I think what makes it worse is that um, 
someone who has a lot of blood tests, she doesn't have many clear veins. Mm. Something she inherited from her mother. <laughs> it's really impossible to find veins on her. Um, so they have to usually go in like two or three times, which makes the whole process worse. Ugh. Yeah. But oh, bless her. But bringing it back to that thing of just being proud is like at two and a half years old, like kids have such a capacity just to like build themselves back up and still have a it blows my mind like the capacity that they have as small tiny children especially when they were like potatoes two years ago yeah yeah they're cleverer and more calculated than there's just so much going on they just can't articulate it yeah there's so much going on yeah Ble- oh bless her I'm, pr- I'm proud of her <laughs> <laughs> so cast your mind back we had a message from Yeva Yes. Giving us the wonderful news that she's joining the parent club. Ah, yes. And I said that she had another part of the message that I wanted to consult our wives on. Yes, I remember now. Um, And so this was it. She says, I do have a question. Did your wives choose to have a doula? If yes, can you speak on the experience? And if no, did it ever come up in conversation? And how did you choose not to have one? (laughs) So this is... And it's a terrible excuse, but this is probably one of those things that my wife would have spoken to me about, and I immediately forgot. And so the first time we come into contact with that again, all I'm imagining is uh, medieval English jewels jousting. A doula. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a doula by profession. You know that film, that it was The Night's Tale? Night's Tale. It's like, well, it was like French. Yeah. It's like a doula. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why would why would I have someone on a horse with a, a lance? <laughs> Does it? Sir, remove your armour in this ward. <laughs> does it help with inducing labour? I'm sure yeah. it does with the stress. Your horse is drinking out of the birthing pool. <laughs> so I, I, do you know what, Yeva? I've got to hold up my hands and say, didn't even know what a doula was, never heard of it. So I had to Google it. And this is what Google told me. A doula is a trained professional who provides expert guidance for the service of others and who supports another person through a significant health-related experience such as childbirth. So it's like a professional birthing partner. That's how it sounds, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they will support them and just be generally a friend. Yeah. Through um through birth. Did you did your wife consider it? Um so when I asked her about this she said that she'd heard of them but never really considered it she said is it not an american thing mm. which i think that's her reaction to everything <laughs> that we're not aware of it's got to be an american <laughs> it's thing it's got to be american yeah i've never heard of it it's got to be an american thing um but she did have this app ah oh, and i i should have got her to tell me what it was called but um it was kind of like hypnobirthing oh, okay yeah but when i was and again, I'd never heard of hypnobirthing before we had a baby. And um, it just turns out it's breathing techniques. I was thinking, I'm not having you be hypnotized. <laughs> That's weird. But it's just birth it's birth control. It's just breath control. And um, this app kind of just had soothing music on and it had someone. It was a bit weird. She turned it off after a while because she was like, this is doing my didn't. But um, it would just have the breaths and it would track your contractions. Hmm. So it would be like in two, three, four, and out two for eight seconds. I'll always remember it. In for four, out for eight, um, and then it would track your contractions. But it had this music on and words of affirmation. And one of them was like, "You are a lioness, and your body was made for this." 
<laughs> things like that. <laughs> I think it was at that point she was like, turn this off. <laughs> I'm not against it if it works. Well, that's what we say for everything, <laughs> isn't it? Whatever gets you through. So, um, yeah, so she didn't consider a, a doula, but did have this app that provided a bit of guidance and support. And then when we phoned the, the hospital, I was like, we think it's happening. And they said, how long are your contractions and how often? And it was all there on this app. So it was really quite helpful because it was all just recorded and tracked. See, this is one of the areas where I'm actually really intrigued because I don't have any experience of pregnancy <laughs> as a man. Uh, my wife being pregnant past 28 weeks. Yeah. So we didn't even do any birthing classes or, or anything. That whole side of it is a complete mystery to me. Mm. Um, genuinely, I, I don't know anything. Like all the cla- all the antenatal classes, those. Oh, we had two of those. Those are things. Yeah, I was really disappointed with ours because um, you hear stories. I don't know if this was a '90s thing. Because is that where, like, supposedly you find really good friends? There and, you go. Yeah. So I'm thinking, here we go. These are going to be all our friends. And this, uh, <laughs> this, guy, and I've got like my name on. You, got, you write your name on and stick it on you. And this guy sits down next to me, and I, I sorry. You right, mate? I'm Jordan. Nice to meet you. He goes, nice to meet you. And that was it. I was just thinking, cool. Like, <laughs> I know your name's Matt. Not like, <laughs> not getting not in French forever. Yeah, vibes. he was just thinking, don't talk to me. Uh, I don't want beer. Like, Saturday morning. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's what he was thinking. Maybe he just thought, get away from me with your <laughs> zebra-like eyebrows. I don't know. <laughs> but he was he was just not game. He was not up for it. And then we had a bit of an awkward one where there was another couple who um, we had to break off into small groups and kind of talk about our expectations and stuff. And he'd had kids before in a previous marriage. His current wife, this was her first. And so she mentioned about doing it again. And he was like, I'm not doing it again. She went, well, you never know. He went, no, I do. And it was like, she was kind of joking, but he was serious. And we were like, and I'm not one of these people that's like oh awkward or anything like that like awkward silence i just think it's silent but i was saying to my wife this is awkward wasn't that awkward and for me to be saying it it must have been awkward <laughs> so yeah it was a bit weird I had, I had one guy on the left that just didn't want to speak to me one guy on the right that didn't want any more kids <laughs> but yeah antenatal the best thing about our antenatal classes were they told you where to park <laughs> so i knew exactly what to do is that where they like teach you is that where they teach you like the breathing exercises or the i don't know what what do they actually what's the main thing that they're supposed to achieve so i think we could pick a few topics i can't remember what the t- we did two oh, okay um one of them i remember her having a like a what's the word a dummy like a, a skeleton of the the body oh, yeah, yeah. with this baby doll and she just showed you how the baby like makes its way through the body and and out and that was like kind of helpful and she's yeah. like this is why we we tell you to sit like this and uh, i thought okay that's really helpful for me to know because if in the you know the hullabaloo my wife forgets you know what she should do where to sit right, i yeah. could be like right so that was quite okay. helpful to see all that the parking yep top tip <laughs> that was that was brilliant um and i can't remember the others the memory loss has kicked well i'm truly well, it's- there are so many things that you just don't know if you'd never had children. Yeah. I remember them getting um, us to hold this doll and guess the weight of it. And, like, nobody was anywhere near. Everyone was really <laughs> far off. So, uh, 
So yeah, and then second time, uh, I don't, was it COVID time? Yeah. Yeah, it was COVID. So that there was nothing was on. That's so strange because it's even like the thing of the concept of a, of a doula. Is it a doula? Jula? Doula. Doula. <laughs> we can't pronounce Mark, let alone Jula. Doula? I think it's doula. <laughs> I actually quite like the idea of it, to be honest. Like someone who knows, a professional that knows what they're doing. I bet you like the idea of it. <laughs> right. I'm going to leave you with Mavis. <laughs> I'm off. <laughs> no, I, I think just having having somebody there who knows exactly what's going on but also because in hospitals doctors come in they go out the nurses come in they leave no one's with you constantly it's like yeah. reassuring you what's going on and so just having someone who knows the process to reassure you there that sounds amazing no it does yeah but then also i i'm not sure i'd want this stranger there that's another point i don't think i'd want anyone there like because you, you hear people that you know, have their parents there or yeah. sister or something. For me, it was just like, this is us starting our family. Yeah. And I really like the idea of just the two of us being there together. Um, I'm sure for women, it's, it's a different feeling because it's their body, mm. it's their experience. I'm not like my, my wife gets on well with my mom. I'm not sure she want a mother-in-law there when she's like, <laughs> naked on a bed pushing out a baby like I'm, I'm not so sure that's an experience you'd want to share with someone that's not her immediate family I don't know yeah um but I I really like the the thing of like this is me and you starting our family mm. together and we did have a midwife with us from start to finish we only I think we had one change so we had two midwives one at the start and then one that saw us through right to the end so do they literally stay with you the whole time um it all depends on their shift patterns so the the big bulk of our birth was with this one midwife who just was in mm. for the majority of the night with us or the majority of the afternoon through to the night wow i think <laughs> it's all blurry haze but yeah that that was that was nice so that's probably why as well like my perception of a doula would be helpful because again m- my experience of the whole birthing process is so different like we, me and Em were completely separated, and I was I wasn't even there when Noah was actually born, but no one was there. <laughs> yeah, um, and I think maybe that's how do I exp- maybe it's different in different healthcare systems. Maybe that's where where they kind of come from. Yeah, but I don't know. I'd be interested to hear from someone who is a doula or has used one. Yeah, that'd be really interesting. That. Yeah, let us know. Maybe it's a career path that we could pursue. <laughs> yeah, if that is something that you doula. <laughs> Let us know. That was a good one. So, Jace, last week we had, <coughs> excuse me, last week we had Daisy on. We did. And I had a, a wonderful bit of feedback from a friend oh, of mine. On. So, um, went into the park run yeah. Saturday and uh, my friend Georgie was there and she said, love the episode with Daisy. I've been uh, using it on our dog. <laughs> Were the results the same? Was it? I have to find out. So it came out Friday and I saw a Saturday. So, But she was going, oh, I was listening thinking, I need I need some of these for the dog. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she's not letting the dog sleep on the bed anymore. Trying to, get, right? trying to get him out of the room and be consistent with it. This is what she told me she was going to do. Need to ask her how it, <laughs> how it goes in the first week. That's brilliant. But I, this kind of ties in with a bit of a daddy issue for me. So I mentioned that our son is dropping his nap. And we know he needs to do it. 
He mm. doesn't have it at nursery. Um, but then there are some days, like I said, where we, you know, we go out in the car and he'll fall asleep. But him dropping that nap is really affecting him in the afternoon. Yeah. Because he is just so tired and he's so grouchy and not petulant. That's not the right word, but quite, you know, what's the word? He's re- like resisting a lot of stuff just because he's tired. Mm. And I know people go, oh, you shouldn't say they're tired and you shouldn't, you know, credit bad behavior with tiredness. But like he's genuinely just tired yeah, because he's yeah. dropping this nap. And it's really challenging, mm. really challenging. So for like the last couple of hours of the day, you're trying to end on a positive. You try to go to bed on a on a good note, but it's re- there are some days where it's just it's just like complete overtired. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've been having the exact same thing. Because when you mentioned that uh, Luke was dropping his nap, <laughs> and I thought, oh, fantastic! I've got eight or nine months left with no having a nap. No, literally that week. He's late dropping it. She dropped her, just her nap in the day. And exactly the same thing. She was a nightmare at night because she was so overtired. Mm. Um, Even the simplest of things that she used to love to do, she just refused to do them. And like bedtime was taking so long. Um, We've now done, employed a little quiet time in the day. I've heard about this. So I pick up my daughter from nursery or... My wife picks up my daughter from nursery, but then hands her over to me on Monday and Tuesdays at lunchtime. And so for the first hour and a bit, it's just tried to be a best of calming playtime. And uh, what she's often doing is just sitting on the sofa with me. Mm. She she probably could sleep, but she's still trying to fight it. And so we just chill, keep it as calm as possible. Um, She'll often go get her dolls and do health checks on them. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But then like at 2.30, we'll go out and do something. But a full hour of just like calmingness as much as possible and that is hard as well mm. but that has been helpful so far of just trying to force a quiet time because um, even now even if she is shattered she will refuse to sleep in the day mm. which is really bizarre yeah because I would love to sleep in the day oh man <laughs> <laughs> I nearly did sleep in the day driving here <laughs> oh man that was scary I don't want to moan about being tired, but I had to phone my wife. Bear in mind, I got here at like five. Yep. So it's not late. It wasn't even dark. <laughs> and I could just, do you know when your eyes are heavy and you're trying to keep them like wide open? Yeah. Um, put my air conditioning on, try to make the car as cold and uncomfortable as possible. Check my mirrors. The next thing, I can only describe it as when you stand up too quickly and everything goes a bit oh, yeah. black. Like my eyes were open, but I couldn't really see. And then like, I noticed I was veering out of my lane a little bit. So I was like, this this is... So I just had to phone my wife straight away. I was like, I need you to speak to me because I am shattered. Did you have the windows down? At, at one point I did, yeah. I was like, I'm getting blurry eye. I, I, the worst case, and this was, I, this was pre-children. There was no one else in my car when this happened. Uh, I was driving home at night, late at night, very tired. Um, and uh, it was a bit foggy. And I remember I was following this car in front. And all of a sudden, I realised that the car in front of me was cartoon. <laughs> Animation? Yeah. No way. And then my brain went, you're asleep. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how, how long do you think for? Oh, it, must, it mustn't have been long, because when I opened my eyes, the car was still in front of me. Yeah. But a little bit further so away. your eyes were closed? Yeah, my wow. eyes were closed. I was full on. 
like tonked um it mustn't have been long but i literally pulled over at the garage and like had some food but i was so tired hey it can i think i must have because my eyes were open and i when i say i couldn't see it must have been less than a second maybe yeah. but it felt like a lifetime that's the thing as so well, weird you never know yeah it was so weird but uh yeah not not too good <laughs> but yeah he and this this cycles back to the whole waking up at five o'clock thing yeah he's so tired and he needs a nap because he's waking up early and so the only way we're going to solve that is by taking the nap and making so like yesterday he fell asleep in the car and i made sure i woke him up as quickly as possible yeah um but since speaking to daisy about the grow clock and I felt yeah. a bit sorry for Daisy because like everything she said, I was like, tried it. <laughs> but what about this? Tried it. And so I felt a bit sorry. And I messaged her privately. I was like, just to let you know, this has worked. So Daisy mentioned about doing a, a reward. Yeah. And I said, oh, we've, you know, we've tried that. And it was um, the Jesse and the Bullseye toy. So like big prizes yeah. at stake. But, and this is where we've tweaked it. We said to him, if you can stay in your room for three days straight. Yeah you'll get the the toys. What I did on Monday, no, Tuesday, the day after we recorded, um, he loves this cereal, like Crave. Oh, yeah. With the chocolate in the middle. Yeah, it's got good taste. But it's chocolatey, so kind Mm. of try not to (laughs) give it him too much. Stay with me. and (laughs) You're you're gone. I'm gone, mate. (laughs) And um, I said to him, if you stay in your room till your clock's yellow, we can have cereal with the chocolate in tomorrow. And he stayed in his room. Yeah, the, the the immediacy. The immediacy of it. I think that's what got it, was yeah. the fact that it's not three days, it's not a distant thing. It's, it's right, when you wake up tomorrow, we'll go downstairs yeah. and we'll have some cereal. <laughs> and that's what worked. Amazing, because that's so funny, because me and my wife have been, not debating, well, it's more of a debate, about um, like how, how to discipline like our child. And she was trying to explain to me that no, once she was two, she doesn't understand the concept of that. If I'm naughty in this area, it affects this completely other, mm. unrelated thing, and like, I couldn't get that in my my head. I'm like, of course, of course, you can understand it's consequence. Um, but there's like a, a legit thing of if it's not related, like directly related, the consequence doesn't make sense for for yeah. a two year old. Of course, now I understand that. <laughs> but it's that thing of the rewards immediately work wonders. The problem with me is I'm a pushover. <laughs> So even if she doesn't, I'm she just gets straight it. to the. Let's, let's go get a little toy. Do you remember that? How well I did with my <laughs> she, my blood she test. Does it. She does it. So yeah, that that worked. And so that was we spoke. What's it's Monday today? We spoke to Daisy last Monday. I'd say four out of the six nights have gone. He's gone through till wow ten to seven. That's amazing. Yeah, one night um, we forgot to put the clock on, so that's <laughs> our own fault. He came in and said. It wasn't um, it wasn't yellow, but we hadn't turned it on. But it was still about twenty two six, no seven, so an extra hour than what he would have slept through. Nice. Um, and then the other night is a day dad had a nap in the car. So I think with Daisy's advice of you know be a bit stricter with the the clock, so we take him back in the room rather mm. than just say right go back or let him in our bed. We like take him back in and say you got to stay here. Um, the immediacy of you'll get something tomorrow, something really little like a bowl of cereal, and then kind of keeping that cohesion through the week. That's worked. As seems to have worked. 
hopefully Amazing. six days early days but if we keep on at that rate of you know two bad for every six for every four good yeah that's better than six bad that's way better <laughs> so yeah shout out to you daisy because i think you might have helped a big chunk there that's amazing it's like we almost just invited a sleep wizard on just for ourselves it's, mate it's kind of like it isn't it <laughs> So if you have got any messages, any questions, any funny stories, please do send them in. Jason, where can they send them to? You can send them Instagram and TikTok at Parenting Tools Pod. And we genuinely do love every single message that comes in. It's so helpful. Makes the show. And funny. Yeah, makes the show. So thank you for listening. Once again, we really do appreciate it. And if you are a new listener, fairly new listener, why not let us know where you're listening from? Because we love the international listeners oh we do and we love to mispronounce your names even if you're not international (laughs) thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 